Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. We continue to be fascinated with this uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, but it looks like it's coming to a close, and Johnny Depp was back on the stand once again, and uh, kind of wrapping up, I guess, his thoughts on the whole thing. Here's what he had to say. Ridiculous, humiliating, ludicrous, painful, savage, unimaginably brutal, cruel, and all false. No human being is perfect, certainly not, none of us. But I have never in my life committed sexual battery, physical abuse, all these outlandish, outrageous stories of me committing these things and living with it for six years and waiting to be able to bring the truth out. No matter what happens, I did get here and I did tell the truth and I have spoken up for what I've been carrying on my back reluctantly for six years. Hmm. So there you go. And he got a copy of Roger's Thesaurus with all the adjectives. There's a lot going on there. Right. Yeah. Somebody wrote that. Out. Right. That's a script right there. And, you know, Johnny Depp, and good for him, he's, he's got the money and the power and the influence to be able to uh, to stand up for himself when so many can't. But because uh, he, someone said the other day, and it's terrific, you know, there's, there's F-U money where you've got so much that you can just. Right, yeah. But then there's F-me money. <laughs> Where I can also do it to myself. It doesn't matter. I got so much dough. <laughs> and Johnny Depp is in that F you and F me camp when it comes to the amount of money in his bank account. So we'll see how this all plays out. I didn't realize this about uh, Jeff Bridges. The poor guy, he uh, he almost died. He was going through chemotherapy. Um, and so his immune system was completely wiped out. And then he got hit with COVID at the same time. Oh, He said he was really close to dying. The, the doctors kept telling him, Jeff, you got to fight. You got to keep fighting. He was so sick, he couldn't even roll over without needing oxygen. Wow. For the longest time. But he's such the dude. He says, uh, you know, in the end, it, it filled me with love. And it heightened my inspiration in people. And everything just turned up in the most beautiful way. That's such a dude <laughs> thing to say. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> True. Oh, he's such a great actor. And I got to be by my TV this afternoon. Today is Ellen's last day. Oh, what are you going to do? I'm already a flutter. I'm all ready. I have to try to hold it together. This is what recorded a couple of months ago, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Right? Oprah gave her some advice. Uh, take at least one year off no matter what. Although, is it? Oh, yeah, maybe they are all pre-recorded, So it wouldn't be live. So she's long gone and done. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it wouldn't okay. be live. All right. Well, now you've ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Downer, you are. Uh, Ellen says uh, she's going to take a little time off. She's had an incredible offer, she says, but I need uh, several months uh, to uh, kind of pull my life together again. I want to do some traveling and uh, take some time. So anyhow, if you were an Ellen DeGeneres, today is the last day to dance. Mm. Does she still dance? I don't even know. Does she start show up with a dance? I, I don't watch the show. Correct. Come on. Come on, Lucky. Stop I don't asking. Think so. Stop asking. We often say that uh, young people complain 
a lot. I'm bored. The Wi-Fi is bad. No one understands me. But let's be honest. The reverse is also true. Old people complain just as much and maybe more. Right. Uh, so, so a thread was put together where young people are talking about the things they're sick of hearing old people complain about. <laughs> One of the things, though, is not necessarily that uh, old people are complaining about this, but young people are sick of reminding their parents and grandparents to not believe everything you see on the Internet. Right. Gotcha. uh, Young people are having to remind their parents over and over again. Uh, Just because it shows up in your social media feed doesn't make it true. Yeah. And that's not research. Well, not only that. If it shows up in your email, it doesn't mean it's true, right? right. Like these scams that we've seen. Hey, speaking of scams, that guy never came after me, never posted my uh, masturbation videos that he said he was going to post. You're clear. I'm I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) I was kind of looking forward to that, sharing them over the holidays. Uh, What other things old people uh, complain about about young people? Kids don't play outside anymore. Well, I've said that. That is true. Kids just want to drink and go to parties. (laughs) You say that like it's a bad thing. That's changed? Yeah, and you did it as well when you were young. Kids don't know how to fix anything. This is what old people Right, play. yeah. Kids need to start saving if they ever want to buy a house. Yeah, you know, it's so ignorant. <laughs> it's such an ignorant comment. Yeah. And I, and I hear it from, you know, old people in their you know, 60s or 70s saying, well, you just got to save your money. Well, yeah, but you really can't when the down payment is more than you've made in your lifetime. Right. Yeah. And, you know, listen, there, there will be that argument in return that, you know, when they were working, they were making twenty-two, well, or uh, twenty-seven-five, right? And and were able to pay for a car and a house and mm. and and have some change to put in the bank as well. But you know, times have somewhat changed there. And when it comes well, to fixing things too, it's interesting because you know, if you have appliances or things that go bad, mm. a lot of the times people want to fix them because you don't want to buy the new ones. Mm-hmm. If you have new things. It's, they're almost impossible to fix on your own because everything is so computerized. Now. I always point out when buying a home, and I use my numbers exactly. I will when someone says something like that, like I bought my first home. Why can't you? And I will simply say, well, look, when I was twenty five or twenty six, I made thirty thousand dollars a year, and my first house was one hundred and sixty grand. Right. Maria made about the same there. So between the two of us, we had you know fifty five to sixty thousand dollars somewhere in there a year. Now, a starting job, I don't know what it pays, probably 30, 35, 40, still in that range. Right. Yet the house is 800 to a million dollars. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> Anyhow. Why aren't you getting married yet? One person said you should just reply with supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. And kids are just too damn sensitive nowadays. This is... With the old folks, because they, 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 the older generation hate the whole woke thing. Mm. You know, they just believe everybody's so incredibly thin-skinned now. Just more aware, I think. Do things get blown out of proportion? Perhaps, but I think social media is also to blame for that. Absolutely. Thing. You know, we do all, we, we all have a horrible habit of acting completely outraged over sometimes the smallest things. But I think that's just how it is now. And it's, it's all people. Because you'll see even seniors on social media snapping. Right. That else has changed, too. And maybe it's because we're not face-to-face with people. But we see it here even with text and stuff. Man, people are ignorant out of the gate. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. right away to the name calling and the... Yeah. Like, it's, it's never just a, hey, listen, I was just listening. 
And I've always learned this. If you want to get into a, a debate with somebody over something, if you disagree, the, the proper way to do it is to first start off with a compliment. You know, like I say, hey, Lucky, you know, listen, uh, most of the time I think you're spot on about the things you say. But on this one, you I think you're wrong. Right. This, this is how you, instead we get, hey, a-holes, why don't you eat me? <laughs> That's usually the starting line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have this conversation. Or I'll type, oh, mom, are you drinking again? Right. Put down the keyboard. Got any parties you're being invited to, Lucky? Got parties. anything on the go? I don't think so. No. You host it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what, what is that word? Oh, man, that's good. That's funny. That's a little fun fact about our lucky. If you're new to our little radio show, in his, how many years you've been married? Uh, 15. 15, no. give or take. Never once hosted anything in his own home. It's not true. Not true. Really? Uh, we hosted a, when we first bought the house. Okay, you do that. An uh, open house? We uh, Not really an open house. Oh, okay. I don't want everybody there. We had a house warming. <laughs> uh, been oddly enough, it wasn't by choice. Oh, really? Right? Uh, like, uh, shocking. Our, our friends just showed basically up. invited themselves and showed up right. with a party ready to go. So you didn't have to do anything? We didn't have to do anything. They just, they surprised, we had our own surprise open house mm. at our own house. And then I did, we did host uh, an open house kind of thing with our family. Mm. Um, Extended family invited them in and, mm. and had everyone over. Did that once. <laughs> and that's when, not, we re- that's when we realized the house was really too small to have anyone in it. I think you've convinced yourself of that. Yeah. I, oh, I have. I lived in 800 square feet. We used to host Christmas parties with like 30 people well, in it. Well, then you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> One bathroom. Nightmare. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. If somebody was lactose intolerant, it wasn't good. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And open all the doors and the windows. Oh, man. And, and listen, I don't know who in the architecture business came up with like building new homes and putting the powder room, like main floor bathroom, yeah. right off the dining room yeah. or kitchen in some sense, say cases. And yeah. you're like, what the, who the hell can hold their bladder Enough to, to think like that. I Listen, I announce, if somebody knows me well enough to invite me to their home for a meal, they know enough about me, and I will say to them, especially if it's like a new home or somewhere I've never been, I'll say, look, do you got a basement bathroom? Right. Do you got one off the main floor? Yeah. I don't need your master bedroom bathroom. I just need somewhere I may need to go and have a moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got you to gotta lay that out. Well, anyhow, if you do get invited to a party at some point this summer, all right, you know, uh, some people feel like if they say the invite says you got to be there at seven o'clock, people feel like they should be there at seven o'clock. I've always felt ten to fifteen minutes after seven o'clock. Okay. I've always said because give, no, nobody's give the host some time to get their argument over yes, with. Let them finish <laughs> screaming at each other about how the, one of them never does anything. Um, yeah, because if they say 7, they, I have always believed they really mean like 7.15. And certainly you don't show up at 6.45. I hear a lot of ish. There's a lot of, yeah, I come around 4-ish, 5-ish. Yeah, and I don't like that. 7-ish. Yeah, and if, and if it's 4-ish or 5-ish, I'll show up at 5.15-ish or okay. 5.20-ish. Yep. Um, I don't like to be too late, though, because some people are ridiculous. You know, they'll show up. Oh, you invite them for five, they show up at 8.30. Three weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if it's a meal, too, right? Um, but there's an exact time that you should be late. Fashionably late? Fashionably late. What is it? A uh, reporter came up with this. Uh, it's the 38-minute rule. 
38 minutes? 38 minutes late to parties. That's the sweet spot, he says. That's wrong. No, that seems long. Well, he has a reason. Okay. He says it usually means you won't be the first one there. Right. You don't want to do that. But won't come in awkwardly after things are really rolling. Okay. At a dinner party, you won't be too late to pick the seat you want. Basically, it just works. If you want to fine-tune your lateness even more than that, a mathematician... um, came up with a formula, an exact formula, and it's seven factors that are taken into account to figure out your perfect arrival time, including how punctual your friends normally are, right? how awkward it would be to uh, be too early or too late, and how to be excited you're, uh, and how excited you are about the party. I think it depends on how many people are being invited to the party. Like, if you know you're going to a dinner party and there's, like, two other couples there, and you show up 38 minutes late, that seems long. Like, you've left mm. the hosts there with one other couple who likely aren't that late for, like, half an hour. Right. Although, it, it, I think the way I've always uh, kind of done it is if you're having people to dinner, you're having cocktails beforehand. Right. So, the, the four of them sit and, and gab for... Perhaps. But are you walking in 38 minutes late expecting still to do cocktails or... Are you walking in and dinner's on the table served for Yeah, you? I don't know. But 38 just seems a, a bit rude yeah. at that point to me. I, and, you know, if I was hosting... <laughs> <laughs> Again, very funny. I, at, at the 38-minute mark, I'm I'm probably reaching for emergency services to find you. You're putting dishes away and locking the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> they must have thought I was joking by yeah. actually hosting. Throw their steak out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 38 might be a bit Because if I'm serving appetizers and stuff, I've got those likely started, Mm. uh, you know. And plus, then you got to repeat all your conversations, right? Because mm. <laughs> you got how you know you, the first couple comes in, you talk with them, they hey, how are you? And you go through your your conversation, and then the next couple comes in, you got to repeat it all over again. Although it could work to your benefit, because say the second couple shows up, they're late thirty eight minutes, and the first one's been there like since ten minutes after, give or take. He's told you a funny story about something that happened at work. Now you can say, "Hey, Bob, tell Phil that funny story. I got to go to the kitchen and get stuff." Right. Now you're connecting them, you see? Well, hey, funny, Allison just texted in. She said, that would ruin a surprise party. But mm. if you are, know you're going to a surprise party mm. for someone else, then you got to show up on time for that one. Mm-hmm. If you're not on time, you got to be like two hours late at that point because you cannot show up at the same time as the person getting surprised. We enjoy hosting. We enjoy having people over. I like a party at my house. I like a party in my pants as well. <laughs> you want to you come to that party, Luggy? Uh, you like the not having to drive home. That's good. Part of the, the hosting That's element. Good. That's good. And I like when people bring me gifts. Right. I go, look at our wine rack. It's down to two bottles. Let's have a, <laughs> let's have a gathering. If you're a single fella and you're on the dating apps, you know, you Share a photo of yourself, maybe with your puppy or doing something athletic. It's usually a photo from about 10 years ago. Yeah, and about 30 pounds less ago. <laughs> or you're in your kitchen cooking, you know. But a lot of times, guys will also post a photo with them being shirtless. Okay. And that turns out to be a big mistake. Uh, 500 people were showing fake profile pics of a guy named Noah. And sometimes he had a shirt on and sometimes he didn't. And when he was shirtless, women and men were more likely to think he engaged in risky sexual behavior. Okay. So put your shirt back on, Lucky. Right. The shirtless version was also seen as a less less competent in general. 
So the study authors say that if you want to put your best foot forward, stop showing off your abs and toss a shirt on. Abs. You got to have those first. Yeah. And if you don't, mm. you really should just leave the shirt it in. on. Doesn't yeah. help, yeah. As the, the man once said, pull your pants up. Put your shirt on. Right. I am definitely leaving the shirt on. Like, I'm I'm getting close to shirt on in the pool territory. <laughs> <laughs> I never take mine off in the bedroom. Lights out, shirt on. Yeah. No, it's... There is a weird... It depends on who's around. Yeah. Like, if you had uh, a pool and you invited people over, yeah, there would be some that you would prefer they didn't see a shirtless. Right. <laughs> I've seen you shirtless, you're fine. It leaves something to be desired, right? Like there's a reason lingerie sales mm-hmm. are so high. I mean, you can always go to the websites and see everything nude if you wanted to, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, some people want the allure of what's there. The lingerie has always intrigued me, too, because why is it that you can buy a pack of granny panties for like $12, but you buy some dental floss in a, at a Victoria's Secret and it's forty seven ninety five? Oh, that's Victoria's Secret. But it seems, that is the secret. It's very expensive. It's also the weirdest thing for men, too. Oh, it's, I haven't done it in years. I gave up because I could never get anything right. But you go in and you're looking and you want to buy something for your girlfriend or your wife and... The question always comes up, what's her size? Right, oh, yeah. You awkwardly look at them and go, well, no insult, but she's smaller than you or larger than you. It's very, very weird. So I give up. Right. I just buy Maria, like, hockey equipment. (laughs) (laughs) One size fits all. (laughs) Hockey pants again, Greg? What's a gill? (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rare to take the shirt off. Listen, this actually happened. This is a true story. Years ago, we did this advertising uh, for a morning show I was on where it was me and my co-host on a billboard, and we were holding coconuts in front of us, and we were right down to our underwear. And the way it was shot, it looked like we we were completely naked except these coconuts. The outrage from from people... You mean, like, people were so offended by this. And right. The way it was worded, you know, it, it was referring to the nuts, the coconuts, but it was also saying we're nuts. Yes. Yeah, this was the whole Double spin. entendre. Yes, that's right. That was the whole spin. And people lost their mind. Women were complaining. Oh, my kids saw this. Well, you it know, is a billboard, right? Like, but, but on the, the side of the highway. Right. Right, but here's what happened. We replaced it with a beautiful woman naked holding a guitar in all her right spots. Nobody complained. <laughs> Nobody complained. Because I got boobs and a gut. I was so offended. Funny side story to that. It was right in front of a drive through at a restaurant at one location, which would throw you off your lunch. But it was right up there as the drive-thru. And my mom and dad were going through and getting a coffee. And my mom says to my dad, look at those two naked idiots. And my dad says, one of those idiots is your son. (laughs) That's true. Wedding season is upon us. And perhaps you got the invite on your kitchen table. And it's got the uh, who will be attending question. You and plus one or just you. If you're single, you might want to take a second to think about inviting somebody as a date because almost all said when they invited a a date, somebody maybe they were just seeing casually, almost all say they regret it and wish they had gone solo. Oh. And and I can understand that. You know, you go to a, especially if it's a family wedding and you're single, then, 
you're going to spend a lot of time maybe catching up with family members you haven't seen. Yeah. And now you've left this person sitting there at the table and they don't know anybody. Gotcha. Yeah, you can be tied to that. Yeah. The other reason, though, people say they want to bring a date is because they go to these weddings and if they're single, they're being asked all the time, are you next? Are you next? <laughs> but one in four people who uh, met someone at a wedding ended up dating them and then one in five married them. So one in four met, mm, yeah, met someone at the wedding and started dating them, yeah. Okay. And then one in five married that person they met at the wedding. Well, careful how family a wedding well, this it is. This better be second, third, or fourth cousin. <laughs> you don't want to pull a Giuliani. You know, but it's interesting because, you know what, dudes feel like if you're single and you're just casually seeing someone, if you bring them to the wedding, mm-hmm. then, you know, that they think that date's going to get all misty about being at the wedding, mm. and it's a leg over time. Like, <laughs> like they, they think it's guranteed leg over Wedding crasher kind of thing? Well, you're in a suit, you're dressed up, you're yeah. looking good, they're looking good. Yeah. You know, you got a very nice meal that's already paid for and not by you. Free bar. Right. Open bar setting and get a little tipsy. Yeah. You see the, you know, people pledging their love to each other. <laughs> and without you having to do it, perhaps, you know, they get emotional and see interest in you. See, and the opposite, too, is that a lot of times uh, people don't want to take a date because taking a date to a wedding is kind of an introduction. And, and family members will feel like if you're confident enough to bring her or him around, right. that means you're serious about this person, you know. Like Maria went for dates, or went for dates. She might have had a date. <laughs> Maria went to like, well, like two or three years worth of weddings prior to ever bringing me into the fold. Right. Yeah. You know, she just go with her family because wasn't time yet to introduce me to the uh, to the outlaws. For sure. You know, you gotta be careful. Anyhow, if you're uh, if you're going to a wedding this uh, summer and you find somebody, you meet them there. As Lucky said, do the DNA check. <laughs> Check that out. You don't you don't want a kid born with one eyebrow. Rock mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 949 The Rock.